Welcome to the West Tennessee Volcast. I'm your host, Scotty D, here as always with my co-host, J.W. Hello, Vol fans. Game one is in the books. Uh, 38-6 win over Bowling Green. Some people happy with it, some people not, but then there's some people that's not happy with anything. So uh, we, of course, watched the game, and uh, it's been being talked about a lot. We wanted to wait a day or two to kind of let things settle down and digest and see what we saw and break it down. Um, to me, some of the positives, uh, of course, the running game looked great. Uh, two guys going over 100 yards, uh, Evans and Small, they both really look good. O-line looked good. Uh, Milton started out 9 of 11, and, of course, we know what happened from there. Um, no, the passing game wasn't what we wanted it to be. But there were some flashes. There was also some drops. So the stats – are a little misleading. They could have been a little better. He missed some people over the middle. He missed some deep balls. He throws everything 100 miles an hour. Um, but the good part is that's all stuff that can be worked on. You can't teach that arm. I mean, now, if he can't put it where it needs to go, when it needs to go there, it doesn't matter. But he has the tools. I mean, that was obvious. You can kind of see flashes of what they saw in him. Um some people calling for his head already. Oh, we got to have Harrison Bailey in there and, you know, upset about that. But, you know, we're not in practice every day. We don't see everything that goes on. Um, I think Harrison Bailey has a great touch on deep balls. It's probably something he does have over Milton at this point. But, um, and who knows, we, we may see him. Um, it's first game. You know, we got a long way to go. And Hypo expects a lot out of his quarterback, so – um, if we don't see improvement from Milton and he isn't able to make the adjustments, I, I think we will end up seeing either Hooker or uh, or Bailey. Um, some of the other positives, um, O-line, like I said, O-line looked good. D-line looked good. Um, secondary looked good at times. Second quarter was a little shaky. But one thing we did see that we haven't seen the past few years was adjustments being made. So that's a welcome sign. Um didn't always see that. Sometimes things started going bad for us, and they just continued to. We seemed like we didn't adjust. So it was good that they made that adjustment. Defense didn't give up a touchdown. Um, that's another positive. Um, could we have scored 40-something, 50-something points? Yeah, I'm sure we probably could have and probably should have. But the spread was 35 points. We beat them by 32. So, I mean, it's not like the sky is falling to me. <laughs> I mean – yeah, I mean, it is it is what it is. A win is a win. You always take a win. Uh, to be real about it, it looked like a team that had 35 transfers leave. It looked like a new team. It looked like a new offense. It looked like new coaches. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> but, you know, a lot of positives take away from the game. A win is a win. Uh, some of the negatives, <clears throat> Milton – Looked a lot like JG in some ways. He held the ball too long. He didn't throw open receivers over the middle. Uh, he looked indecisive. Uh, he does have an arm. <clears throat> to me, he uh, looks like he's waiting to throw the receivers up to come open versus throwing them open. Uh, you know, <clears throat> people's talking about Bailey. Bailey is the only quarterback on the team with an SEC start, SEC victories. Uh, so, you know, we're, you're right. We're not in practice every day. We don't see what the coaches see. Uh, 
but but I personally don't believe Bailey is a third string quarterback. So, no. But on the on the other hand, Coach Eichel didn't cut Milton no slack. You know, he said you got some things you gotta work on. Missed some receivers, missed some uh, read options, he missed some didn't throw the ball over the middle to some open receivers. So, you know, I think yeah. they'll coach him up and I, I think they'll be fine. I think that's I think that's a whole lot better to beat Pitt. Exactly. I think that's one of the key differences in everybody that's comparing him to JG. Yeah, there's some similarities. He had some overthrows, stuff like that. But the problem with JG was that we stuck with him too long. I don't think Heifel's going to do that. This is a different staff. Um, you know, Pruitt was kind of ride or die with uh, with JG, and we saw how that played out. So um, I don't think Heifel's going to uh, going to leave Milton out there longer than he needs to if if he don't improve. Um, but yeah, he's he showed some flashes, showed some things. But hey, at the end of the day, we got three pretty good quarterbacks. That's not a bad problem to have. You look at some of these <laughs> other games that happened over the weekend. Uh, Mississippi State won by one point. I had to come from behind and just barely scrape that one out. I mean, there was get lots of games that were way closer than they should have been. So I feel a lot better at, about our game after seeing some of the other games, and uh, it could have been way worse. And just be thankful we played Bowling Green and. And got a chance to get some stuff on tape, get some stuff to work on before that pit game because that's going to be the real test. Yeah, pit. I said it in our last podcast. The pit game is going to decide the year, I think. Uh, versus five and seven, six and six, seven and five win total. Uh, I did see the JG was pulled in the second quarter after safety. Uh, Washington State lost. Yeah, uh, I think he had an injury. Um, he didn't throw a pick. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but, uh, I mean, he was, I think he was playing halfway decent. He did have that safety, uh, but he, uh, he got injured and, you know, I know we joke around about it, but we wish the kid well, we don't wish him ill will toward him or anything, but, uh, exactly. and, you know, may hopefully he can come back. It's not anything serious. Um, it's on that same, uh, token, the Toa Toa suffered an injury for Alabama too, but I don't think it's anything serious either. So, uh. You know, they've I moved know. on. We need to move on. So, you know. Yeah, I hate is. to say it, but uh, I hate to say it, but the tide look good. Uh, oh, they uh, look like they look like a pro team. I mean, yeah, I mean, they they don't they lose players. <laughs> they lose half their team to the NFL and just don't miss a beat. Uh, it's it's they're on a different level. That's a, that's all there is to it. I mean, you can't. What else can you say? Georgia's I mean, defense looked awesome. Uh, yeah, you know, they, they was a big win over Clemson. Yeah, they were really impressive. Uh, I know Clemson got a new quarterback, but he did get some experience last year. So it's not like they were just trotting out there for the first time. So, um, yeah, I was expecting a little more scoring in that game. You know, 10-3 sounded like a baseball score. But, uh, but yeah, Georgia's D was really impressive. Yeah. Uh, on, the, on the side note, uh, Vandy looked pitiful. Uh, <laughs> big, big loss to yeah. State. That was and it wasn't even close. Yeah, that was that that had to be tough. It must be real tough to be a Vandy fan. Um so hopefully we uh we mark out one as a W hopefully later in the year. We don't have many guaranteed victories, but hopefully that'd be one of them unless they do a lot of improvement between now and then. Uh the pit game, I watched a bit of it. Trying to scout them a little bit. Uh they look pretty tough. Um of course they weren't playing, you know, great competition either. And uh, quarterback, he's accurate. He looked good. 
Um, the one thing I think we might have is a size advantage on our O-line and D-line. So hopefully if our D-line can be aggressive like they were, I think we had 11 tackles for loss in this game um, and a couple sacks. So if we can get in his face and not give him all day to sit back there and throw the ball um, and our secondary can, and can play tough and play aggressive, I think we'll be okay against them, especially if we can run the ball like we were. I don't expect it's going to be as easy as it was against Bowling Green, of course, but um, but we had some really good runs and uh, the line looked good. One good thing I watched the Josh Heupel show earlier today, and um, he did say that they expect Cooper Mays to be back, so that's good because he suffered a bit of an ankle injury. I think he got rolled up on in the first half there in that last game. So uh, yeah, we don't need to start start having injuries already. Yeah, uh, especially on the old line. Uh, I don't think we're as deep there as we need to be as far as depth. Uh, Pitt did put up 51 points. Uh, they got a veteran quarterback. They got a veteran uh, defensive line. I think they I think they run 81 plays offensively. So uh, it could be a shootout. Yeah, they had one of the top defenses in the country last year. They were only, I think, six and five, I believe it was. Um so, you know, they wasn't world beaters or anything, but um, they did have a really good defense. They did lose a couple of DNs, I think, uh, that, that graduated last year, but um, but they still have a stout defense. So that's going to be a really good test for us, and uh, hopefully uh, they can coach up the mistakes and, and everything this week and get all that cleared up prior to that game. Also, one thing I didn't bring up uh, that I've seen brought up quite a bit on some sites and, and some fans bringing up is we don't know how much – of the playbook, we even wanted to show Pitt. So, I mean, I think we were being very vanilla on offense and just because we knew we could run it down our throat. So, we may look a lot different coming out Saturday than we did this Saturday. Yeah, uh, well, you didn't see the, the great offense, you know, that, that you hear Heifel's always had in the past. You didn't see the air show. Uh, <clears throat> I, I think they were holding back. I think they just did what they had to do to win the game. Yeah, we didn't see any of the backs coming out, no screens, you know, no no receiver screens. Uh, speaking of receivers, I think our receivers have got to play a lot better. I had a couple of drops. Yeah, tight end yeah. had a drop. Uh, didn't see a lot of separation on man to man from them. Uh, they they've got some work to do in practice this week. Yeah, Tillman looked good. Hyatt had some flashes. He had a couple drops, too. Um, it's, it's probably tough catching that ball coming at you 100 miles an hour like that. That's just something they're going to have to adjust to, or he's going to have to learn to take something off of it. Um, so hopefully they can get that worked out. And that'll, hope you know, they'll develop chemistry over time working together, too. And, you know, with the three-quarterback battle we had and them splitting reps and everything, they didn't get as many reps with just one quarterback, so they were getting different looks from different people. So I'm sure it takes some adjustment uh, catching that ball from Milk the way he fires it in there. And I think you're exactly right on the way he uh, him holding the ball. I think sometimes that arm might be his worst enemy because he knows he can zip it in there. So he's just sitting back there waiting for it to develop instead of going ahead and, and throwing it, for, like you said, trying to throw people open. And uh, I think that's what that was. I don't know if it was just being indecisive or he was just waiting for it to develop because he knew he could zip it in there. But one thing I did like, he didn't force a lot of balls. Um, probably sure. missed – he probably – honestly, he's probably overly cautious because Hypo even said that he missed some stuff over the middle 
um, that he probably should have hit. And um, so those are all things, like we said, that, that he can work with him on and fully expect him to. And, hey, he's either going to improve and get better and, and will be better, or he's not, and we'll see Hooker or Bailey. So um, we'll just kind of yeah, see what he, happens. He's, he's kind of a freak. He's a phenomenal athlete. I mean, he's got the size. He reminds me of a young John Elway where he'd stand back there and flat put it and then just zip it across, you know, try to force it in the window. But yeah, I mean, uh, he's, he's got he, the talent. I think he's just got to be coached up. Uh, he doesn't have a lot of experience uh, in, in his shows. Yeah. I mean, he could flick his wrist and throw it, you know, 40, 50 yards like it's a, you know, like it's a screen pass. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's ridiculous, yeah, he's got his a, arm. He, he's, his arm strength is impressive. So I see what they see in him. I get it. But at the same time, he's he's going to have to progress. And the hypo didn't sugarcoat it. You're right. He he pointed yeah. out all the mistakes and stuff. I mean, he didn't dog the kid. But, I mean, he saw the same things we saw. I mean, we're crazy if we think we know more than hypo does about quarterbacks and offense. I mean, anything we saw, trust me, he saw too. And he, he's working on. And uh, they'll, yeah. they'll get it ironed out, I hope. Um, but yeah, the pit game next week, that's going to be huge as to how the rest of our season goes. Um, we don't have a lot of gimmies, you know, we got what, you know, maybe four or five and then we got a few games that we're pretty evenly matched with some people and we're going to have to win those games for us to be, you know, 500 or better this year. So, um, with that being said, from what I saw from a lot of the SEC games yesterday, it's, it might be a little unpredictable this year because some of the ones we thought were going to look better than they did, they didn't They didn't look too hot. So who knows how much of it's just first week jitters, you know, working the kinks out, whatever. But um, it might get interesting <laughs> in, in the SEC this year. Yeah, I, I tried to catch some of little, all the games. Kentucky looked strong. Uh, new offense, new quarterback, they, they look good. Mississippi uh, State. Well, for running that offense, they look good, but the defense did not look good. Uh, you know, like I said, they had to squeak that game out. Uh, South Carolina looked better than what I was thought they'd look like. Yeah, with their grass system. Yeah, I watched some of the Missouri game. Uh, Missouri looked good, but Missouri looked small. Uh, on TV, they look like a high school team. They they just yeah, they small. struggled. They struggled at the first of that game too. Um, yeah. They didn't they didn't play as well as people expected them to. So. Um, like I said, you know, there's questions everywhere other than Alabama, which, I mean, we know what that is. It's, there's no question there. Um, so we'll see how it shakes out. On the recruiting side of things, um, I did go to the uh, Hardin County Southside game Friday night. Got a chance to check out Caden Pope, wide receiver, Hardin County, live and in person, and he didn't disappoint. Uh, I think his finals – Totals was six receptions, 226 yards, three touchdowns, and an interception. And um, and he did, he made it look easy. He probably could have had better numbers than that. <laughs> I mean, it was it was obvious he was the best player on the field by far. And uh, breakaway speed, he he catch it, and once he got past the first level, he was gone. I mean, um, he he has a um, offer from Tennessee. He has 23 offers actually, and uh, Tennessee's one of them. I know they were the front runner at one time, but that was before they signed some of the uh, uh, wide receivers that they ended up signing. So haven't been hearing a lot as far as how hot they are on him right now. Um, he's also got some local offers from like Memphis and I think Arkansas and some places like that, uh, several SEC schools. 
just off the top of my head, I know Michigan. I mean, he's got several big offers, so um, I'm sure he's going to be successful wherever he goes. I'd love to see him at UT. Um, if it doesn't happen, though, I mean, it was still good to get out and see some of his West Tennessee talent. And uh, he, uh, like I said, he didn't disappoint. I posted a video that I shot. Uh, his first touchdown, I couldn't even get my camera out of my uh, – Video turned on fast enough because I said he's probably about to score, and he was gone. <laughs> and uh, so I did catch one of them, though. I think he had touchdown catches of 35, 70, and 51 yards. I mean, it was just – he just made it look look easy. So um, great to see him. I know a lot of the coaches got out Friday night and, and went to some high schools uh, from Tennessee and saw some people we saw. I posted a picture of uh, – Coach Heupel and Rodney Garner at the uh, Powell and Corns game. And uh, so they got out there and got a chance to see him. And uh, also, I think there was a running back for Corns that they were probably checking out there, too. Um, can't, can't think yeah, of Yeah, he, he, he's uh, Deshaun Bishop. He's, uh, he's got like 800 yards already in three games this year, like seven touchdowns. He's, uh, he plays for Corns. Real good athlete. He's a 2023 recruit. Like I said, they played Powell, went up against Nolan. Uh, Powell come out victorious in that win, but Coach Garner and Coach Hyper were there. Uh, went by and, coaches went by and seen them, talked to them uh, that morning, uh, wished them luck. Uh, Nolan's interviewed after the game. I don't know if you've seen the video, but, uh, you know, they talked to him about his, his three final choices since he's one of them. He just said no comment, but then he said go balls. So who, who knows? Yeah, uh, I know he, he was at the Georgia game this weekend. Uh, they're still recruiting him hard. It's going to come down to the wire on this. Uh, I personally still don't believe he'd move to Knoxville and be playing in Knoxville if he's not going to Tennessee. But that's, that's just a thought. Who knows? I don't either, but uh, I'm hearing a lot of Texas A&M chatter that they're picking up ground and it, you know that they've got a good chance of landing him too. So. Until he's with the team, even if he says he's committing to us, until he's with the team or has signed his his uh, national letter of intent and, and enrolled on campus, I, I'll, I'm holding judgment back to, uh, you know, it could go either way because they're not going to stop recruiting him just because he says one way or another. So, um, yeah. you know, we need well, him. He, I'd love to have him, but, you know. He's definitely cream of the crop if you watch him play. Uh Three games, he he showed out. But he's so far, you know, they've been flying, flying on the field. Uh, the one thing Tennessee does have is early playing time. You know, if he comes here, he'll play as a freshman. Uh, and, and you know, kids these days they don't want to come to the program and sit two or three years. They want to play right off the bat. And that's one of the good things Tennessee's got, along with Coach Garner uh, and him being close. Uh, you know, on on Tennessee side, so yeah, more to follow on that. That's one thing we're seeing with the transfer portal, too. I mean, something don't go a kid's way. They don't get to start. They're not where they want to be on the depth chart, and off they go, you know. So, that's not just a Tennessee uh, problem. That's everybody. So, um, that's really been a game changer, too. Yeah, Tremblay looked good. Uh, Deshaun Terry looked good. They, you know, they, they had a couple plays, a couple uh, Simmons on the quarterback. Simmons looked good. Simmons, looked they good. couldn't block Simmons. Simmons, he was, Simmons is, uh, he stayed in the backfield. He's going to show out this year. Yeah, Barron looked good. Um, Barron looked good. Had a bad ball. Had a sack. A uh, couple tackles. 
hopefully we get uh Brian Young back. I think yeah. he's still up in the air, something about some eligibility issues. Uh hoping we get Jimmy Callaway back. Uh one of the coaches even made a statement that Callaway was the best receiver they had on the on the team as far as route running. Yeah, uh, I was so. I was disappointed in our wide receivers. And I mean it, it it might have been like we were saying, some of the vanilla offense that they were running, trying not to show pit too much. Um, but I don't think Bellis Jones had a catch. Um, Javante Payton, we didn't see much of. Um, I mean, you know, so we we've got a we're way better than we looked. I'll put it that way. Because um, those guys, they didn't get Jalen Wright, another speedster out of the backfield. I think he had a few touches. Um, so we got a lot of weapons we didn't even use in that game. So uh, still still a lot more potential, and uh, we might we're probably going to need it against Pitt, so they better not hold anything back in that game. But um, yeah, we'll see how uh, it goes. Like I said, I think the Pitt game is, is, is going to determine your key here, uh, how, how it goes. Yeah. Uh, we had a contest um, for a, a T-shirt, and uh, – we had a winner on that. Um, his name escapes me. Blake Van. Blake Van. Blake Van won that. Uh, he guessed uh, 38 to 3 was his guess. So he came off close, came within three points of it. Uh, we had several that came close. I actually had a few came within four points of it, but Blake was the closest. And uh, so we'll be getting him out a West Tennessee Volcast shirt similar to this one here. Um, get that out to Blake soon and appreciate everybody for participating in that. And uh, hopefully throughout the season, maybe we'll do a few more giveaways and stuff like that. Yep, we're um, up to uh, we're up to 626 members now uh, on Facebook. Of course, we're on Twitter, on YouTube also. Uh, tell your friends, appreciate the support. Uh, you know, I'd like to see us hit a thousand members our first first year here. Uh, so uh, keep getting the word out. Yeah, if you're on Twitter, make sure and follow us. Um, a lot of good stuff on there. Stuff seems to come out on there faster than it does anywhere to me. Um, so I'm on there quite a bit and uh, use it quite a bit. There's a lot of ball Twitter is uh, it's crazy on there. Sometimes it's sometimes it's just hilarious to see some of the stuff on there. Some of it I don't post on the Facebook group because it's a uh, it can get a little crazy, like I said. But um, but it is some funny stuff on there. And uh, it's definitely worth following. We're also on Instagram, uh, YouTube, post all our videos on YouTube. So make sure you go on there and like and subscribe. And uh, if you hadn't already, join our Facebook group. So we're we're on multi-platforms and uh, we don't post all the same material on every platform. So just because you're on one, you might be missing out on a few things on some other ones. So go check us out if you hadn't already. I think that's all we got for this week. And uh, we'll be course tracking everything and and keeping you updated on all the latest news and uh hopefully you know we'll have a good week of practice and everything leading up to pit and uh got a little bit of tape on them and then we can go back and look at the tape on ourselves and and correct some mistakes and everything and, and be ready for that game and hopefully it'll be a good one yeah but as usual uh go big on we'll see you next saturday we're probably on saturday morning for the game Go Vols. See you Saturday. Go Vols. <laughs>